All right, everybody, welcome back to the Heath Barn. Hope we've all had a lovely day. This episode was a lot of fun. Uh, this is a guy that I've known for a really long time, uh, since I was a kid, pretty much. Um, he is my brother-in-law's brother. So uh, my sister Kitty, who was on here uh, a few episodes ago, uh, her it's her husband's brother. Uh, his name's Vince Porter. Uh, we went to the same high school. He coaches uh, baseball at Crestwood Junior High in Paris, Illinois. Uh, I coached basketball there at one point. So did he. So a lot of stuff we talk about in this episode. We start off by talking about uh, he is now a grandfather of identical twin boys. So we start off talking about that and what that's been like for him. Then we just kind of transition into uh, old stories. A lot of basketball stuff. We talk about uh, his former or his high school basketball coach, Roger Beals, who passed away recently. Tell some stories about him. And yeah, then we just, you know, old stories about mostly about sports, but then we give our thoughts on some other things, travel ball, NIL, all kinds of stuff. So we just kind of go where the conversation leads us. But uh, it was a lot of fun and um, probably have him back again here sometime. So Thank you guys for listening. Hope you enjoy the episode. I want to thank Vince for coming in, and welcome to the Heath Barn. All right, everybody, welcome to Heath Barn. This episode, we had, I had my sister Kitty in a week or two ago, and this would be my brother-in-law's brother, sticking with a sort of a family-ish theme, but this is uh, Vince Porter. How's it going? Not bad, not bad. This cool setup you got here, man. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I was telling you when we... Um, there was stuff up to the like ceiling, like the whole, because, okay, whenever we, this barn, like I thought, I remember this little section here, you know, and if you look up there, like when Staples lived here way back oh, in the day, yeah, it's yeah. like a, just like a workshop and whatever, but huh. uh, there was stuff packed to the gills, so it took a while to, but I kind of had this in mind. I thought man cave, and then I thought if I start doing this, this would be a good yeah. little tucked away spot. So. Like a trolley system, huh? Yeah, hmm. but, uh, so yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I like it out here. I, but, knew, I knew he did a lot of, he did a lot of work like that back in the day when he was here. Yes, I remember when we moved in here, it had like all kinds of crazy stuff, but I also remember being in the bathroom, <clears throat> and if you're on the toilet, there was like a review mirror, yeah. so you could see if people like pulled into your driveway while you're on the toilet. <laughs> yeah. That was great. Yeah, he had all kinds of neat stuff, but... <laughs> Um, I was going to ask you, you were talking, uh, about your, well, Kit was just talking about her new grand baby. So, um, I've seen pictures of your grandsons. Why don't you get into that a little bit? Cause they are identical twins. Yep. Yes. Yep. So yeah. So what, uh, yeah. Talk so about that a little bit. Yeah. It's, it's something else. I remember. So I was still working at the mill and I had kind of a, like a heart issue we thought right it come to be anxiety but so i was kind of recovering at home and uh will and ashley came over to see how i was doing and uh i sat down in the chair and they handed me a like a gift bag and i didn't think too much about it because i hadn't seen them for a while and we're talking and like they started to fidget right i could tell they wouldn't be looking that bag 
Yeah. So anyway, uh, well, after they got married, they were about probably married for six months, and I, I would say I'm ready for grandkids. And yeah. My wife would get on me, and Holly would get on me, and but anyway, so we're sitting there, and he said, uh, I said, well, let me see what's in the gift bag. So I pulled it up, and it's a sonogram. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my god! I got up and hugged him and carried on like this, and he goes, look at it again. Oh, I'm like, geez, what? He said, look at it again. I'm like. There's an A and a B on here. Oh, and he, man. He goes, it was funny. I'm like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. So um, his eyes, to look at my son, well, he just, his eyes were huge, right? Like, yep, I'm good <laughs> what I've got into. Oh, so, you know, they say that, what, twins skip generations. So I guess um, Ashley's grandma is a twin, right? So yeah. I don't know. But, yep, twins run her family. Um, there was some, my grandpa, Porter, had twin brothers, but there was 10 total so i think the law average is going to catch yeah, up after a while yeah. right so it's <laughs> yeah. the point you're gonna have some <laughs> twins but yeah it is it's incredible you know as i i've heard about twins of course and things like that and think about even when will was growing up and look at owen now it's like i can't imagine what i would have done if there was two of them at oh one time, i know right so i think about that too it's uh Jeez. but to watch them like i said i'm just out at larry marie's and and uh they, so they live over north and east of Greencastle, a little town called Fillmore. Yeah. Uh, Will and Ashley do, but when they come back and they stay up here sometimes and uh, get to go up and hang out with them, and sometimes we go over there, but it's just incredible to watch, man. I can't even explain it. Yeah, uh, I'm sure. And they're well-behaved. I mean, they're... Uh, they're I've babies, seen right? pictures. Yeah. I you just want to squeeze them. They're, oh, yeah, it is. Little cheeks, and they're, yeah. they are very hard to tell apart. That's, good. Uh, That's what so I was going to ask you. Can and you... I still get them mixed up. Yeah. Um, Silas has a little knot on his head, right, or something, and yeah. Sam's a little chunkier, um, but they have completely different personalities, but it's... <laughs> It is something to watch, man. I yeah. can't explain it. So. I, yeah, I can't. I can't even imagine. But, I mean, you know, but like you said, having two. Oh yeah. It's yeah. One that yeah that was and it's they stressful. Tell and send us pictures all the time, and and it's uh, it's it is. How old are they now? Eighteen to be two, February twenty eighth. Yeah. Right. So they're right in there. Yep. Yep. It's. Um, <laughs> I remember going the first time I held them. Right. Got of course it was kind of it was really into covid kind of yeah right? so went over and i remember holding them and uh yeah i just cried man oh yes, yeah it's just one of them things where yes tracy took pictures of them holding them in each arm and it's uh I got, again of course can't explain it right <laughs> yeah yeah i can't uh well and they um <clears throat> well like what a uh, kid that you know i know like uh but i used, those boys i used to coach the ferguson oh, yeah. boys they there was a uh he just they just had a girl been uh, maybe six months ago or so and there was like a little chance that they were you know for twins too yeah, yeah. yeah. but now but he's yeah he's pretty relieved that it was i was actually one. talking to talking about you with one of them so of course they're older now and it was yeah. the wednesday night golf league out there and we were talking and he acted like he goes i know you from somewhere and i said well i said my brother is your old coach's brother-in-law John Stephen. He goes, oh yeah. yeah. So we talked a little bit, but he also has a uh, square body truck like Owens. His orange, but it's, yeah, uh, we talked about that a little bit too. But they're good kids. It seems like, <clears throat> yeah, they were tough. I remember, remember you getting you were coaching. They were, they were tough. Yeah, <clears throat> had that, you know, little and feisty. Yep. But um, there's something else I was going to ask you too. Well, it was about the twins, but um, whenever. Uh, Kit was explaining like grand a grandparents feeling though or, like you know rather than just like a parent you know and how it's there's like two layers to it because it's like your own kid you're so 
happy and proud of them. And mm-hmm. then, then there's like a whole other layer to it, you know, so I can't even, yeah, I can't imagine it that. It is to watch. It seems like, I mean, Ashley even says it, right, that they're daddy's boys. But uh, I don't It's proud can't even describe it, right? So yeah. I watch them go to him and waller on him and and it's just, it's just so it seems so natural to him right? yeah but it's uh it's, it's to watch them and how they look at him and, you know and how he looks back at them it's uh it's yeah. like again i can't explain it yeah yeah it's it's different right because you you as your grandkids and there's that old adage about you know i'm sure will probably sees that too and that i was probably tougher on him than i will be on the grandkids right you get oh, definitely yeah. balls and you get the candy and whatever but um or it's funny how you never had money for mcdonald's when i was growing up you do for the grandkids right so yeah <clears throat> definitely <clears throat> yeah it was uh we we uh, when i saw i saw pictures of them because i mean you know um don't see them very often so which is kind of good because like you see these kids that you're not you don't see in person and then like you know you see a picture of them and they've and they grow up every time so it's, yep. I, I saw those two i'm like oh shit i would just like to get a hold of them oh they're, yeah yeah their cheeks and yeah and they were it's 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 a little tough right so they're about an hour and 20 minutes away will and ashley the boys are so of course baseball just got over for me so didn't get a chance to run over all the time and uh so they're a little leery when i get there right? yeah they're a little and uh but it's like they followed me to the door when i just left i was there about an hour and a half and yeah when i come in there like looking at me and kind of remember you and yeah i try to wear a hat every time or whatever but and then when i went to put my shoes on they followed me to the door so yeah that's uh yeah, that's good cool that's how how he's my son he's seven and he's still like that was yeah. just real just shy, just shy but oh, he's like yeah. Yeah. but like when he was like that age yeah it was hard for and then like one of his answers and be like, Oh, he doesn't like me. I'm like, he doesn't know what he likes yet. He's yeah, like exactly. one. So yeah. just chill out, you know, yep. he'll, it'll be fine. Yeah. But, um, well, you wanted to come on to talk a little bit about, okay. I remember. So how much younger are we than you? Like seven years. I graduated 88. Okay. So you graduated the same eight, same years. My sister, Heather. Yeah. Yep. And then, so that'd be eight years. Yep. But I mean, I remember being little and you know, when your brother started dating mm-hmm. my sister and I remember, I just was kind of a tag along a lot and would go play ball. I just wanted to play, but it was with kids older than me all the time, you know, yep. but not that I was doing very good, but it was the least like, that's how it was around here back in the day. You just, yep. you just go play. Yep. You didn't give a shit, you know, didn't yep. care who it was or where you were going or whatever, but. I want to say something too. I don't know if you guys that listened to John's podcast, how good a player he was. I don't know if that's ever been brought up, but I can remember, like I say you were younger than me and come back and watching Chris and basketball and man, you were. You were tougher than hell. I'll just say it is what it is. I, that yeah. Nice left-handed shot, and it was uh, it was something, you know, to to watch good players play. Still enjoy it to this day, of course. Yeah. Right, so, <clears throat> well, thank you. But I, um, I, uh, a lot of that though was moving here, and it was just uh, say, so I would have been in the sixth grade. So you know, Coach Beals, who we're going to talk about, well, I'm sure, but we, you know, it was just like a thing here where you just played yeah. and a little thing just kind of switched where I was, I don't know. I remember I have, okay. I have this memory. The one person that I wish was still here that meant probably the most to me growing up was Jeff sure. Beals. And, uh, and I remember, I don't know, like in the seventh grade or something, we weren't worth a shit, but it was yeah. like, but, and he took over, but he was just like, he said this thing, like just, just here, like right now what we're doing, like, this isn't enough. Like you got to go, yeah practice on your own like because our class wasn't good but uh um you know it was one of those words like oh and a little flip getting so 
then I was just after that I just I don't know I just wanted to shoot I I, I was I was what I was but I was but I felt like I you know I, if I didn't shoot every day or practice every yeah. day I was gonna get passed up you know so yeah and, and I think that's something that's lost man with kids these days even <sighs> you know like when I come up to town up here and we drive around the square you know in summers there was 15 or 20 people at the court waiting yeah. to eat winter stick right you yeah you have to wait hot. hell you wouldn't it'd take you up if you got beat you'd be another 45 oh, minutes yeah. before you get in yeah. you know and now but, you go up there i'm not knocking anybody of course but you go up there one of the rims is broke and there's grass growing up in the court i mean they've changed it now to some other stuff but you know your point it's uh so you know people often ask me so i've been coaching what baseball in crestwood i think this was my seventh year um played a little basketball at junior college but people say what do you what do you like more or what are the comparisons and i'm like well you know, there's, there's really not, but what I can tell you is with basketball, basketball is one thing you can do and be get better at by yourself. Right? Yeah. So if you go to grandma's house and she don't have a hoop, but she has a sidewalk or a driveway, you can pound the basketball there. Right? Yeah. You can shoot. Um, you know, you see you shooting all the time. You can shoot and shoot and that's how you get better. Baseball, somebody's got to throw it to you. Somebody's got to hit it to you or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they're completely different, but. Unless you got a wall. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> there's a, real yep, quick, and before I forget, like. <laughs> Um, Stevie's upset. We like this has been about a well. He has it's it's been a little while, but we used to watch the baseball bunch all the time, like oh, yeah. on YouTube, oh, yeah. you know. Yep, yep. And there's one where Ozzy's on there, and he's got a bunch of Ozzy stuff he loves. But uh, you know, he's the wizard and all this other kind yep, of whatever yep. BS. But he's he shows him wall ball, you know. Yep. And uh, so you know, my son got that memorized, and he's bouncing it just That's like awesome. you know, you know, and everything. But but uh, you're right though, because. But in that house down there, in the basement, in our basement, mm-hmm. that's when I used to go down there and just bounce it. But you can't. You're exactly right. You can't. Uh, can't hit. Yep. You can't yep. do. You know. You got a basketball. You need a ball and a hoop. Yep. You know. Exactly right. Like I say, with baseball or with baseball, I remember going up and to the to the old library up here, and I'd take a tennis ball and bounce off them steps. And stand yeah. out there, right, because of that that sidewalk come back to, and you could feel feel them there. But yeah, it's but like I say with basketball, if you get the you get the drive. And just go out and shoot and shoot and shoot. So yeah. So uh, you get better. Yeah. Definitely. <clears throat> but, you know, what you, know, you talked about looking back. And, and, and when I was, I remember seeing, like, going to Crispin games when I was young. Right. And the gym was packed and it was hot. And and watching guys like like Dave Fraley or, or I don't know, Tim Hollingsworth. Right. And yeah. guys back in the day wanting to be a Cardinal. Man, yeah. I want to be a cardinal, right? So, and that's what uh, I think that's what drove us all back in the day to mm-hmm. be up on the court, you know, uptown playing yeah. and things like that. So, see, see, mine is the same but different because that's where you know we were going to Shiloh. Yeah, and I remember those holiday tournaments. Oh yeah, and I remember like uh, Redmond, you know, like uh, oh, yeah. playing, and that's when I had a big thing in my mind, like. I'd like to be doing that when I get older, but yeah. we were still going to Shiloh. Yeah. But, um, and that's when all this stuff, whenever they were talking, you know, mom and dad were talking about coming over here. That's what I was, yeah, that was, but it, the thing is though, it's like, that was such a long time ago. I think about how everything now, and it's just like, you know, it's yeah. never going to be like that. Yep. But, but at the same time, uh, I do. I remember being like in grade school running around at those holiday tournaments at Shiloh and, and yep. seeing them. And, and then I remember, going to a game or, game or two over here but there was there was this like this kind of mystique about them you know yeah. and then and uh that's another thing that kind of pushed me I, I wanted to get in that get in that mix you know yep and uh you know jeff was a big real big 
part of that. But yeah. uh Yeah, Jeff and I got real, Jeff and I got real close before he passed. We played golf a lot. Yeah. Uh, and things like that. Even, you know, back when like the alumni would come back and play uh, against uh, Christmas, right? Against the teams. Oh, and see, Jeff, and that's another thing too. I love that. Uh, yeah, and you was, can't was, do that shit anymore. It's you just can't like do it anymore. Yeah, yeah but that was, was. Oh, we just looked forward to that all year. Yep, just, you know, exactly. It was rough, but man, he would he would push me and push me, which made me that much better. Um, but mm-hmm. man, really challenge you. But you got really close with him. You know, we yeah. were talking about Coach Beals a little bit, and you know how, how it's hard to believe that he's gone. But Jeff's been gone what, 13, 14 years, and I still. Yeah, I think every time I golf, I think about him. Yeah, right. So we golf so much at the end, and it seems like he was one of those guys that was, oh, you call it supernatural, right? But untouchable. And to think that, yeah. you know, something got to him, it's uh, still hard to swallow, right? Yeah. So, <clears throat> well, he was. Uh, <clears throat> I remember because when I was like junior high, high school, him and dad got real, be real good buddies. And, oh yeah. And he was over here a lot, like him and his wife at the time. They'd be over here and stuff like that. But but Jeff never that never correlated into coaching me at all yeah, exactly like, you know it didn't mean it didn't mean anything you know but but uh i just remember hopping i was just you know before my license i just hop in with somebody whether it was him or chad or whatever they go play paris go play whatever and just go yep. you just yep. go play yep up to danville sometimes. up to danville like, yeah, yes yeah that was so that, that running, opened your eyes a little bit yes it did run into some different <laughs> i played in that stuff oh jeez <laughs> i i uh my oh, i haven't thought about any of this stuff in a long time but that like the summer before my senior year, it was Keon Clark's godfather mm-hmm. wanted to start a team up there, and they're grown ass men in that. Yeah. <laughs> but but he wanted to get like high school kids in the, from the area and go up there and get a team, and we were the Gold Rush Palm Brokers, <laughs> <laughs> and I went up there and yeah, That's and uh, woo, learned some stuff. It was just she up there. Male bones, right? Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. But it was. Shit, well, that would have been Lincoln or Douglas. Which one was the one that was a little more like uh, is either Lincoln or Douglas? I don't know. Either way, but that was a learning. It was Doug, I think. Well, yeah. like, and they had like guys that were playing in college. Uh, do you remember uh, this name? Just popped in my head. It's like a Coleco Bowie. Yeah, he was like playing in that league. No and, kidding. Yeah, but it was cool because we did. You ever you played on those? We'd go in Westville and that playing that tournament every yep. year, Eli yep. Williams tournament. Yep. Another guy that passed away recently. Yep. yep. Um, but, uh, you know, like Keon Clark would be there and all those guys and hell, Keon came to a couple open gyms at Christman and that's yep. a guy that averaged about 12 and nine for the Raptors there yep. for, you know, so yep. he played it, um, played, oh, played a lot of places. Yeah. Yeah. The remember <laughs> he brought a couple guys back from, uh, either temple. He went to temple. They went to UNLV, UNLV, UNLV. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I remember he brought a couple guys back that, and that, yeah, like you say, you think you're pretty good until you. Exactly. <laughs> you know, it is like such a, a yeah. Yeah. That's another awesome. thing too, though, that I wish I, you know, big fish in a small pond is definitely relatable to. It, it, it is right. So, and you know, I come to find out later, it's funny why it really was my baseball coach. Um, of course, baseball was never big in Crispin. Um, but I was probably, your people tell me I was a better baseball player than basketball player. I remember him, he asked me my senior year and said, Hey, you're going to play basketball. You've had some offers. I'm like, yeah, I'm looking at different places and things like that. And he goes, okay. So when I was playing softball down at Paris, he played with a couple guys that were on my team and he come back. I was probably 24 at the time. He come back. He'd moved away shortly after I got in, uh, after I graduated and, uh, we're sitting in the back of the trucks after the softball games having a couple beers like softball players do and we're talking about the old times in baseball and he goes did you ever wonder why i ask you um if you're gonna play basketball in college i said no i never thought much about it he goes 
I had not blown my own horn by any means, but it kind of it kind of upset me to an extent. He goes, I had a lot of offers. You know, people wanting you to come for baseball and you yeah. know, talk to him and things like that. I'm like. Why didn't she say something? He goes, I wouldn't go step on Roger Beals' toes. And to your point, right? Yeah. Basketball and Christmas, was, right. that was it yeah. right back then. So, <clears throat> but We got yeah. a better shot at baseball. Yeah, exactly. Right you realize here. when you, uh, you're a six-wood and a white guy, right? Yeah. So you just, uh, yeah, you don't see it when you, like, to, to your right. point. Yeah. You're a, you're a hero or whatever you want to call it in town of 1,200 people. Yeah, so, I know. Yeah. It is. It's, you don't, when you're, yeah, when you're in your little bubble. Yep. Yep. When you're, but at the same time, uh neat neat thing to go through when, oh, you're, when yeah. you're playing you know memories yeah so. but with um coaching though you talked about like coach Beals and he i knew okay well so let's see here i don't try to think what's funny what i forget about completely forget about he like was my junior high track coach oh yeah <laughs> yeah like i went to state in the mile and he's like i remember he had this uh he didn't want the other kids to know what he was saying, so he's like, "Brazos" is uh, Spanish for arms. Mm-hmm. So I'd run by, and be like, "Brazos, Brazos," <laughs> like to start pumping pump, pump, yep, pump yep. my arms. Like he wanted me to get give me an edge over those other twelve year olds, but yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, but I mean, I knew him obviously. Uh, like Dad was, he was in Dad's mom and Dad's wedding and everything, so yep. like I've always known that family, but. Yeah, I've heard a lot of stories that you may or may not know, but he, when he was coaching, when Coach Beals was over you know, Young American, things like that, that your dad was the main guy that pulled him over to Crispin. Yeah. So you need, yeah, we got, yeah, so it was, that's what your dad ended up doing for the town. The school <laughs> system is, uh, is something else. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I, uh, when dad was getting, he wasn't in the nursing home yet, but he was like, he was, uh, whatever, it's not a big deal, but he had like dementia and stuff. But okay, so he couldn't tell you, the littlest things, but he had, I had him over. I'd sneak him out of here once in a while and go, this is when, by the way, Vince went to the wrong house this morning to come up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even texting him. I bet they thought there's some big, was it on uh, Christmas vacation? There's a big hulking man on the front door. <laughs> I was like, I'm about scared the shit out of somebody. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you didn't go to our set because we, we bought uh, that house on Washington where Dave and Missy lived. Oh yeah. That was our second. Okay. Bef- no, that's where we lived after that one. I'm really glad you didn't go to that one because yeah. those people, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but, um, so, uh, anyways, that's the house though, like where yeah. I would get kind of get dad out of here and get, get him on the golf cart and mm-hmm. we'd go and, and, uh, I made, do you remember that house at all? Oh, yeah. Okay. Remember the back room that was, well, it would have been like, I think John's bedroom yep, back in the day. Bedroom. I turned that into like something like this kind of. Yeah. And so, like, not, not this, uh, elaborate, but yeah. yeah. But anyway, dad had, me and Mandy first got married. She made me a little. She took pallets and made me a little uh, L-shaped little bar. So mm-hmm. yeah, so we used that. But anyways, he'd sit there and and I don't know. We got on we got on Coach Beals for some reason. But he was like, if I said what's ten plus ten, he might not know it. But he was nailing these stories the from her debt from uh yeah the from memories there. And, yeah, yeah, whenever they were in Hume, before he came over and uh, you know just telling stories about him and Betty and mom and all this kind of stuff. He told me about how they met. Yeah. Like, uh, dad was hitting or something. And Roger saw him or, or no, either that or no, I can't remember, but there was like a practice or something going on at Shiloh. And when I was pitching and, uh, dad got up there and took BP off of him or something and mm. didn't hit him, hit one, however far, or whatever. Yeah. 
but anyways, he was, uh, some of those stories he was, he was telling, and then he got to telling stories about Jeff and stuff too. And yeah, cause not a lot of people knew Jeff wasn't feeling good, you know, but yep. he told, I think dad's about the first person he told yeah. some, but so yeah, those stories are, uh, those stories are cool, but when you, you know, it's hard to imagine him being anywhere else but here, but yeah, he started off at Young America, which yeah. is basically Shiloh. Yeah. 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 Yeah, really. So, yeah, a lot of people, oh, you don't know. I remember you hear, I wouldn't say horror stories by any means, right? But you hear the tough side of him, right? And I've, it's funny. But I've got you some, know what? So what? I yeah, hate, exactly. Now you can't, you right. can't, oh, my gosh. That, that I don't even want to get into all that. that. Jesus I've got, I've got some stories. Like, I was only able to coach basketball at, uh, at Crestwood for one year. Helped Mike White up here for, what, 15 or 16 years. And yeah. developed a lot of relationship with those guys I still talk to. Um that's but the good part about coaching. it is it's incredible but there's definitely some other stuff it's there not, yeah, yeah yeah but uh it's uh well so let's say my eighth grade year of course there was no junior high and again uh to to, to look at to watch high school basketball christmas high school basketball i don't know if you call it romantic or i'm saying corny but it's uh they're like gods to an extent yeah right? those those folks i've watched even you know the 83 84 teams when i was really starting to pay attention and everybody wanted to get a varsity uniform when they were freshmen which is tough mm-hmm. especially my freshman year because it was the 85 team they got second state so when it would been 80 my eighth grade year 84 of course they bus us up to the high school for pe so yeah um the uh the first run in i guess uh, not running even had with coach bills where we're playing pickup basketball wherever you call it at pe right and he had just come up i'll never forget it he just come off the cross country course and he had a scoop shovel so he was scooping cow cow poop off the track yes. off the cross country course by the and way he, okay let's yeah. just get this out too sure. like anybody from anywhere that's not from around here that listens to this uh we literally have a cross country meet that's one of the biggest meets in the state yep. every year called the cow chip classic <laughs> because the cross country course is literally when i lived in florida i told people this and they were like shit whatever and i was yep. like i'm serious it's it's literally just a, a cow pasture yep. and when you go out there and run in the mornings like if you had like a sunday morning at like six where you'd be out there there'd mm-hmm. just be cows there'd be cow oh, yeah. crap everywhere you know had to run around it yep. cows out there with you had to run around yes the cows yes and that i didn't i got a little skittish with with that <laughs> yeah some of the guys on the team be like oh it's fine but like yeah you know yeah but, you know, Big cow. <laughs> yeah, so there's nothing in yeah. between us. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know if I got outrun them or not. But yeah. So we're, we're, we're playing. Of course, it's regular. So all the boys are playing, even the ones that weren't all you basketball players. So coach had stopped to watch. So I'm like to myself, I'm like, I'm going to put on a show because the varsity yeah. coach is watching. So he leaned on that shovel. And there was a guy guarding me. I won't mention his name, but he was not a basketball player. Didn't play in high school. I don't think he played in junior high. He just wallered me all over the court, right? Just every time I'd stop, he'd bump into me. He's rough. He didn't really rough. So PE guys that didn't play oh. ball, they were always the, they were yeah. like, "Don't get me hurt." Yes, yes exactly. I have no idea. Yeah. So this guy was trailing behind me, and I, of course, I'm, I tagged him with the elbow, yeah, right in the forehead, and down he went like somebody shot him. Yeah, he no longer hit the ground. Of course, Phil Bocamp at the time was my PE uh, teacher. Coach yells, "Porter, get your ass over here!" I'm yeah. Like, what i'm like i never even talked to him before right and yeah so i run over to him i'm like looking at him all scared and he goes put your elbows on the stage and i said what he goes put your elbows on the stage so i put my elbows on the stage he reared back like he's gonna hit me in the ass with that scoop shovel yeah because he saw me do it i'm like oh this guy's gonna hit me in the ass with a scoop shovel <laughs> yeah. and then he just he just pulled it down and walked out the door i'm like that is what just happened right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. i was trying to put it on the show and he knew it right? yeah he was hot dog around but i he was 
getting on me about tagging this guy in the forehead. Right. Uh, yeah. And then, uh, well, so another time too, my eighth grade year, of course, again, our home games were at the high school and, yeah. uh, was, of course, nobody would come to the gym during high school practice. So who was, uh, who's your junior high coach? Camp. Yeah. Phil gotcha. Camp. Okay. So yeah, he left not long after I got in high school and, uh, but anyway, so parents or anybody couldn't come to the gym during high school practice. So, um, but he let us let like, come in and watch. So I got there early. Sitting down at the opposite end of the stage, right? On the front, front row bleachers, right by those stairs. Just came to those doors and kind of sat down and kind of keeping myself because I wanted to watch. Yeah. They're going half court down at the stage end. And he and Coach Chandler up at the very top by the old scoreboard. They're sitting there. Well, I seen, um, I guess I can go ahead and say Steve Redmond and Eric Lucier. They, mm-hmm. uh, they, they, they were back and forth jawing a little bit. Before you know it. Yeah. It become a fight. Yeah. Right? So they're back and forth. And so I, I'm watching them. And I'm like getting pretty rough, and the guys, the other eight guys, are standing around like cheering them on and stuff. So I'm looking, at, I'm looking at those guys fighting. I look up at coach, right? I'm looking like, they don't say anything. And he kept. It felt like 20 minutes, right? Yeah. And then finally, when they got stood up and the punch started to get thrown, the rest of the players broke them up. I'm like, are they gonna run? He goes, that's good team spirit, boys. I'm like, holy cow, <laughs> yeah. this guy's crazy. Right? Yeah. So. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, well, it's his way what, about going about it. Right. right. Yeah. But you were saying like, uh, I think uh, being in junior high and watching that stuff, like I remember for me, it was, I wanted it to be like, uh, you know, Chad and Dennis, you know? Yep. Yep. And I can say, you know, I said we weren't going to say names, but if, as long as we're saying nice things, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, if, but, uh, but Chad uh, Beals is, Coach Beals' son, Jeff Beals' brother, but he was, okay, he was like four years ahead of me, and so was Dennis, and Dennis was, you know, just getting dunks in games, and when you're in junior high, seeing that, from around here, you know, they're throwing alley-oops and stuff, but I always wanted to be somewhere in that whatever, you know, and I remember going, and, you know, they play Finley and all that. And Eric Smith, that big boy, I see I'm talking now, naming names, but I ended up, like, getting to play with him in college and stuff, so that was cool, But but, like, um, they, uh, you know, that was for me, that was, uh, that was, and like them making it to just crap, just packed, making it to set, uh, they, they yeah. made the sectionals, you know, yep. Finley got yep. them both times, but, but, uh, that's what my thing. And then, but like you said though, okay, it is, it is so far removed from this kind of mentality. Okay. Cause like, I was just like, man, freshman, I gotta get a first uniform, first uniform, first uniform. That's yeah. all I gave shit about. And it's like, and it was like, uh. Man, I don't want to. This is probably the most glory day stuff I've talked about in one of these pods by far. But that's cool. Back then, it was like uh, you know it was a privilege to get to get one. Oh yeah. And that was my goal that whole time, you know. And usually back then, if you started JV, they'd give you a varsity uniform. Mm-hmm. Usually, you know, whatever. Yep. That's how it yep. worked. But so, you know, I did, and then came in a little bit here and there when they needed a three and no defense you know something but you know but it's like but back i i remember i was in band my freshman year and you know so awesome band teacher name another name uh, mm-hmm. mr fisher you know so we'd yeah, be up there yeah. playing and the whole time i'd be playing but i'd be in my uniform because i'm like i gotta get done police songs so i get down there and so i could show everybody i got up you know uniform, yeah, you know yeah so it was but that was like the way people thought back then oh yeah you know and now it's hell you gotta you gotta try to get kids off the street to come yeah. come play you know yeah it's unfortunate do you think covid kind of okay but it was on it was like that's before covid but i feel like it's made it worse yeah because it just gave kids like a thing where 
I mean, who wouldn't rather be sitting on their ass than going to school? But it's like it just gave them some some kids. It just gave them this mentality yeah. where, like, uh, you know, you. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, no, I think I think that meant def- I think that, that was a big part of it, right? So the mentality you could sit around and and then you whatever. get and then they had contact tracing. So yeah. You don't even have it, but you're within six feet of this kid that has it. So now you got to go home too. So it's just like yeah. you got a small school like this, and it's just like, and then yep. you're just screwed, you know. Yep. And but but then you also get kids like looking like, well, I was around them too, so because they just want to go home, yeah. you know. It's just yeah. you know, they completely yeah, it, different. It's, it, it is right, and I, I like I say I can uh, to, to look to look back at those times, and um, I say I don't know, it is what it is, right? We all went through it, but yeah, and you hear about spikes and stuff now, but. Um, I don't know, man. Things are different, right? Yeah. So, I mean, people say, you know, as far as kids playing sports and things like that, it's, well, they got video games, or they got the internet or whatever, but I remember having Atari. I know. Right? It's just, yeah. I still oh, went I outside and played. Right? <clears throat> yeah. So, I'm not getting knocking anybody. Everybody does what, does what they want to do, but it's completely different than it used to be, yeah. unfortunately. And so. you got a lot of uh, parents that are still kids, mm. and they got their... F- faces buried in a phone all the time yeah so then their kid you know yeah which i you know we here's the thing though too like if adults doing that i mean uh that's i mean it could be a necessity for stuff because like you you can do anything on a computer you can do on your phone so people you know people might be like doing like actually job they're Mm -hmm. working from their phone but you know they'll just some kid parents just hand off a tablet and just be like see in three hours you know and you can't that's just neglecting their kids but definitely i told stevie i'm like man sneaky sasquatch shit like it's fine for now, but put it down. Yeah, exactly. Well, and he said he'll he'll watch it. He'll watch it on because we it's on his phone, and I'm not gonna buy. I'm gonna hold out as long as humanly possible for a you video game system. Oh, yeah. But oh yeah, but like uh, you know, he'll he goes through phases. He'll like I said, baseball bunch and sports stuff, and then but mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, he's on a sneaky Sasquatch kick oh, right now. Right. Yeah, but he. Uh, Oh, I was going to ask you too, like, okay, what was your favorite? I have a favorite uh, road place to play in mine by far, but what was yours like when you were playing? Believe it or not, it was Shiloh, right? Yeah. So, so again. They were pretty good back then, right? Yeah, yeah. They they weren't too bad. Um, Back in, like, especially 84, um, they started to tail off towards the, I wouldn't hate to say that, right, towards the middle 80s. Um, uh, But the Shiloh Holiday Tournament, like you say, was huge. You know, yeah. we, matter of fact, uh, the year we got there at 87, I was a starting point guard and we ended up being the championship game with Martinsville. Yeah. Um, and did, course, uh, Jeff Lurison play Jeff right Ritson, right. Of course, played at Indiana state. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, Ron Draper and they had some good players. Matter of fact, they were ranked all year. Um, yeah. we played them in the championship game, the Charlotte Holiday tournament and ended up beating us by like five or something like that. They ended up getting upset in the sectional. Um, but yeah, man, it's that atmosphere. And for that me, was a huge for deal. Shiloh was a great gym for a small school, right? Shiloh is a, is a good, I mean, okay, this is a lot of people that can get in there. And yeah. It's, yeah. It was they awesome. should be playing. I, okay. I, I know that, I know that, uh, when they came together with the other two schools that, you know, they want, uh, each school wants to be represented with their gym and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. it's a no brainer to have, I mean, Shiloh's hosted like state tournaments oh, yeah. a ton, you yeah. know? It, it's a perfect place. Yep. Big parking lot and mm-hmm. central. Yeah. But yes, I remember that. Okay. Something just popped in my head. Uh, was there like a, was there like a really big, really tall kid from, was it Arthur? Like blonde hair. I, I'm having this memory. I feel like it was Arthur, like a six, seven kid who was tough or something, but maybe that might've been after you were gone, but 
Well, no, because I was still at Shiloh, but. No, so it wasn't Arthur, so again. They were red. 87. It was Warrensburg Latham, I believe. But th- I'm thinking, because this kid's name, I'll never forget, his name Brad Lurk. Yeah. And our tallest guy was 6'1", Walter Holt. Yeah. Um, and I was 6'1", also. Uh, Troy Lunger was 6'1", but, of course, Walter could hide jump 7 foot. Yes. But we were just, uh, and this kid was 6'7", getting recruited by Wisconsin, I think Illinois a little bit. But, um, yeah, we played him the first game of, of sectional. And I can remember uh, me and John Moore, just Waller, of course, there's only two refs back then, right? So mm-hmm. you could... I hate to say get by with more stuff. That's exactly what it was. We just wallered him to death. Yeah. But anyway, that's the only one I can think of. Yeah, um, that, that might that might be right. Yeah. I just, yeah. Uh, I my, Mine was, that was Paris for me. I loved playing it. When Sperry having that band going. Oh, yeah. First time I ever dunked a basketball was uh, junior year in warm-ups at Paris. No kidding. Yeah. Yep. So I was just. No, uh, that's a good point, too. Paris is a, Paris is a great place to play. Um, that's, yeah, I got a story about. Again, my junior year and a different side of Coach Bills around that, but we that that, that gym was awesome and the band, four hundred kids or whatever oh, it was, no. and it was it was it was incredible and it was packed to the rafters and uh, and uh, that's yeah, changed it's, too. It's, it's just you know yeah yeah it's a shame because that's <clears> not just, just there everywhere you know oh yeah, yeah yeah I'm not singling out anybody but yeah yeah it's a different animal it used to be no doubt so. yeah I used to, yeah I that was uh yeah that was and I remember uh, I haven't thought about this stuff forever but. Remember 98.5, that radio station, yep. every time somebody, they had t-shirts, like my junior year, and every time somebody hit a three, they'd throw a t-shirt up in the crowd. Yep, yep. Yeah. Yeah, it, 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 so they oh. had, they you know, a few, course, right, coach, right, coach, a few t-shirts went up there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, I was responsible for stuff yeah. those <laughs> but coach, it, was, it was fun though, man. Coach down at uh, uh, Paris now, Crestwood Baseball, right? But it's, yeah. to go watch the games, of course, I'm good friends with Chase, as the, you know, the coach, you, or uh, you coached him to state championship um, there at Crestwood, but yeah. um, like I say, back in, you were playing and I was playing at, especially at Paris Gym, their, their student section was incredible and loud and mm-hmm. crazy and, and dressed up and yes i go to watch a game now and there's six or seven kids over there it's uh, i hate I the kids that are playing and again i'm not knocking anybody everything changes right but right yeah. if they would have got to um witness some of that be part of that it's uh like yeah. stuff you don't forget we're talking about it now and that was 35 years ago yeah right so <clears throat> there was a video i took all these vcr tapes from the school in my senior year but there's like <clears throat> i remember watching that video like after and there, there's a uh when we were playing Paris, it was up here, but you know, there's like a giant Paris flag, this kid who's a senior and I know him, you know, but yeah. just like waving this giant like, yeah. Paris yep. flag in the crowd. Yep. And I remember thinking, you know, anybody within eight rows use, not can't see the game, but yeah. you know, whatever. But yeah, yeah, it was just crazy. But, um, I think that, uh, those gyms too, that have up here, it was always hot, mm-hmm. packed, sweaty. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing there, you know, at that old yeah. gym. It was, yeah. But, um, okay, now you coached, uh, you guys got fourth in state this year. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Yeah, we, uh, pretty fortunate. I knew we had, so I had, what, five starters coming back off last year's, uh, last year's team and knew we had a good group of six, or had heard, had a good group of six graders coming in. And, uh, we started practice, and it's funny because, of course, Tracy didn't know. She was a cheerleader. I don't know much about sports, but she's over the years. Of that's course, that's about Vince's baseball. Yeah, my wife, wife Tracy. Yeah. And um, every time, like after tryouts or first couple practices, I'd, I'd come in the house. She'd be, how'd it go? I'm like, we're going to be terrible. Right? We're, yeah. we're terrible, right? We're not going to win a game this year. And 
to see it evolve, right, and to start believing it. I was fortunate enough this year, one of my assistant coaches um, played for the 2017 team the second uh, the second year I was there that got fourth also. And he come back, and, of course, the kids took to him. He's playing baseball at the DAC right now. Yeah. A real sound kid. Just He's one of those kids that didn't have uh, a lot of athletic ability, but work his tail off. Those are your favorite ones. Bottom. It oh, is. Yeah. It is, right? So, and I see. I always feel bad for the ones that work their ass off that have a lot of talent because it's like, well, well how come I'm not? Yeah, like, yeah, like, exactly. well, it's not your fault. Yeah, exactly. It's not my fault I got talent. Yep. But, but the ones that you get, yeah, you can just squeeze every little drop out of them that yeah. you can get. That's, uh, that, those are the best ones. Yeah, he would be, he'd be, hey, we, can we step to when he was the eighth grader, right? And like, say, his eighth grade year was the year we got fourth. Coach, will you hit me some more ground balls? I'm like, yeah. But yeah. Your hands are bleeding, my hands are bleeding, but yep, we'll keep on grinding. Yeah, right? so great. and that's what so he's getting school paid for right now, right? So yeah. kids uh it takes something away if they pay attention. Uh, yeah. Hoping these boys did. But yeah, we had a good group of kids. Um this year. Uh did start four sixth graders, which is pretty rare. Um well, that's good we for end up uh get getting fourth, right? So people we we dropped into one A. So this is my seventh year and I think we've been Did they change the So yeah, so because I mean, okay, when we that right there, when we won, when all those boys that well, we went to state mm-hmm. twice. We're yep. double double A, dropped to one A, but they, that's when there was only two classes. Mm-hmm. But they, I mean, we were double A. Yeah. At it when there was a two class. Yeah. So how the hell did they drop down to? So so the way it works now, there's three classes. Right? Oh, In okay. Some sports, but what they do is so, and I didn't know either until I got to checking into it. They base it off the previous year's seventh and eighth grade classes. Yeah. kid wise right so that's what we bounce back and forth yeah but here's what i can tell you people say oh you're 1a you ought to have a good chance well right or wrong a lot of the 1a schools are parochial schools church schools yes so you can't find anything out about them so uh a good friend of mine's the mayo coach and he's like you guys are 1a you ought to you ought to you know make some noise this year i'm like well we got a good team too but i said here's right the I know, here's yeah. the thing right so realistically you could take the best six players from Crestwood and the best six kids from Mayo's and send them to St. Mary's and they beat everybody. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's, it's, oh, the I family know. has to commit, right? Yeah. But it's still based off school size. Right. And when I come regional time, I'm trying to check out these other teams. And it was funny because I'd finally get a hold of some coaches and, and, uh, of course, a lot of church schools in our regional. And, uh, he said, well, I would think the good Lord wouldn't want me to give you any information about them. I'm like, all right, man, I get it. So, <laughs> yeah. But and a lot of them they play weren't even ISA. So, right. And then found out as we got to regional that, of course, ISA changed and IHSA changed. It used to be when we were younger, right? You couldn't be on any other team, more or less, that had a uniform and still play for the high school or the junior high. They yeah. changed that. Yeah. So a lot of these kids are playing for travel teams and skipping their junior high baseball games, right? Yes. So their record I, didn't indicate how good they were. That would be my next question. Yeah, yeah. So we had, let's say, Matt, so Mattoon St. John's. They were the fifth seed, and we were the two. Probably well, one of the toughest. We beat them three to two in the semifinals. And yeah. It was, they were tough, tough. And I'm like, how are you guys six and eight? Right. Right. And then found out, I talked to a different coach, and he goes, well, four of those kids haven't played all the games with them this year. Jeez. They go to – Yeah travel tournaments wherever right man that's i, I know. Would think the parents would have an issue with that but whatever right so the, the tra or the i i can't wrap my mind around that all that really because oh, yeah. i i don't know like what are your thoughts on that I, I feel like it's just it's really screwing up a lot of stuff but and i also feel like i, I could be wrong because i'm out of the loop with all this but from the outside of it it's just like if you're good they'll find you oh yeah 
you know so why are you spending all this money and you know yeah so i'm probably gonna upset some people here but i see aau now how big it is with basketball and things like that and they say little johnny's on aau team somewhere well if you get the money you can get on aau team right yes 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 but so you know it it is a lot different because i remember of course growing up it was you played basketball in the winter and baseball in the summer Mm -hmm. um they overlap so much now but um, matter of fact, with, with Chase even, right? If he hears this or whatever, it'd be like when I was coaching Babe Ruth down there. Well, we got open, we got basketball tonight, and it's 95 degrees outside, and mm-hmm. you know, whatever, right? So, yeah. But um, if you're not doing that as a coach, and other schools are, you get behind. So let's take, you know, you're coaching junior high basketball, and you beat a team in the regional championship by eight or nine points, right? And all summer, this team is playing travel ball and shootouts or whatever you want to call it, and your team plays baseball. The next year, you get beat. Because they're that they're, yeah. they're sound, right? And they and they're around each other more. It's just tough because I would say the kids don't get to be kids as much. Yeah. Um, even, you know, and I was guilty of it too. So started coaching Owen's group um, when they were nine in travel yeah. ball. We played. And that's it. That's your son. 60, yes. Owen's, uh, Owen's my youngest son. Um, six, uh, 65 games a summer. Yeah. Right? So, and, yeah. I, and I've seen it now too to even, it's tough. So junior high baseball is in the fall. A lot of these kids have 75 games under their belt. Yeah, you know, come, so it's hard to the allure of winning uh, is kind of has lost a little bit. The shininess is off mm-hmm. of it because you know if you go to a travel ball tournament and you get beat on a Saturday in the position round, you're just going to land under a tree and make fun of each other and right. whatever, and then play a game here in two hours. Yeah, right. So it's and just, do you think it diminishes like the how much they want to win for their school too? And during oh yeah, definitely yeah. does. Right? See, I just that, that I don't know, man. To me, it's like the school yeah. should trump all that. I mean, not even call it to me. It's that other stuff just practice for your yeah, yeah. for your school. I don't know, but yeah, it, but uh, there's some you know I don't know what kids think. Of course, uh, I think a lot of parents. And I don't have really any of this way, but you know, if uh, like AU basketball, if I can get Johnny on a little AU basketball team, or then he got a chance to go to Division One, right? No, yeah, no, it's no. yeah, no, it doesn't work that way. Um, and you're not even guaranteed playing time. Yeah. Yeah, you're, so, you can be paying out the ass for all this and not even kid yeah, even get on the floor. Exactly, you, you help pay for the team's uniforms or whatever. But doggone but, it, he's in the pictures with him. He is, he is. Right, we got to Indianapolis yeah. this weekend, and it's uh, it's it's nice. It's it's different, but no, um, it is. It's hard to. It's, so I started, and again, not knocking anybody because I did the same thing with Owen's age group of kids. Um, that our tryouts were the Monday after they just got through with their last summer tournament. So yeah. it was just a. They didn't even rest 24 hours, right? Then, mm-hmm. And then, so it's just baseball. Yeah. Right? And you can kind of, you can get them, you can get them focused, right? Yeah. I mean, this group this year were not stale by any means. Um, we got better every practice. And they started to believe, right? And we kept talking, we talked about stakes. I knew that was a possibility for them. Kept talking about it. I would bring some of that 2017 team back to practice and they would talk to them, you know. Same yeah. thing people told us, you don't realize the opportunity in front of you. Yeah. Right? We're just like, yeah, whatever. But, you know, as, as it moved on, they got to believe it, and we'd talk, right, come regional semifinals in our class, 193 teams, or 193 schools. Yeah. Um, but it'd be like 64 teams left. It's mm-hmm. cut in half. Right? Yeah. And 32, and you keep talking about it, and they start they start believing. But it's uh, it's tough sometimes, yeah. right, to be able to see that. Yeah. I remember back in the day, I was – the opposite with those guys because i didn't <laughs> well, I'm, well i mean I'm, I'm i'm like that i'm just a real uh not anal about stuff but i'm just like don't get cocky you know yeah, i'm like yeah. yeah you know so it's just like uh but that was a different kind of every yeah, team's yeah. different but they um yeah man that i could talk about that travel because i have i don't want to 
I got I've heard but okay buddies who have daughters and stuff and and one of them uh, really likes it and and is and is good with it but uh, there's some, then I got another buddy who's like uh, he's driving all over the place mm-hmm. and sometimes you play you know it's just like yeah. oh boy yeah it's stress on a family too I mean we go to tournaments where you got to go to Indianapolis for a weekend and before you know it it's hotels and eating yeah. out and everything yeah. and yeah. it's uh yeah it's uh it's, it's it's a stress and we even did that you know but tracy and i with owen we would be like i'm not taking a vacation this summer because we're gonna stay at nine hotels over the and make that our vacation yeah that little swim nine vacations. You go to a town to yeah a little town and see what they're popular for go to over indianapolis and go to the go-kart track so it's kind of the same yeah kind of the same thing but it's, and those it's kind of decisions are you know with him being yeah stevie being seven it's like that's the kind of stuff coming up here it's gonna have to yep and i don't know i'll i mean i'll i don't know i don't know well i'm yep. glad i don't have to decide right now but because yep. it's like you know but yeah all that stuff will sort itself out oh yeah definitely will because i mean i was the same i worried about it and uh it does and it just it, it figures itself out right to figure out what he wants to do and yeah but that's a cool thing about it yeah he's uh we went down and is he left-handed or right-handed? He's right-handed. Oh yes. It's funny because uh, you know those videos will pop up on your phone. You know mm-hmm. that you have like just you know you know all that. Yeah. And I was looking at some of them. And he was like two, and I was like, "Come here, look at these." And he was doing everything left-handed because mm-hmm. I think I don't know if I <laughs> I got pushing it a little bit, and I. Uh, I have to talk to Chase about this, but I'm pretty sure he's pushing that on his boy too. Wants him to be left, but like I I. He was, and he was hitting left hand and everything, and then just kind of, and I, I wasn't like forcing it. I was just like whatever. But he, and he and then he just kind of switched over, you know. <laughs> but yeah, he's he's definitely right handed. But he can, he's got his left's not bad. But yeah, yeah, yeah. that's weird because I, when I started, you you, uh, whatever, hit, you hit so left and bat, throw yeah. right and hit left. Yeah. yeah. So I, I started. And Dad tells a story um, about it to where. One of my cousins was uh, lived with us at the time, and I was I go out and throw in the yard with him, and I was six or seven years old, and I picked up a bat and started hitting left handed. He tried to switch me around. I was like, leave him alone. Oh yeah, that's what he wants to do. So, and I anything swinging wise, chopping wood or whatever, I swing uh, left handed. Yeah, you uh, golf left golf. Well, you golf right handed? No, I golf left handed. Yeah, that's what well, I thought. Yeah, I call it golf. A lot of people actually yeah. don't call it golf, right? But, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, I hit left. I hit it a golf ball left handed. I'm a know, I'm so. a ball and a and a scramble. Where I, I don't have to. We're just yep. drinking beer and playing. Exactly. You know. I love scrambles. Yeah. Right? So get up there and you gotta drink drink beer and swing hard. Yeah. Right. So see what happens. Hit it and I play I play bomb and gouge. Hit it hard and go find it and gouge yeah. it out of the woods <laughs> or whatever. So. <clears throat> that's how. Uh, yeah, people that are. Like that, like dad, I mean, dad, dad would like write, wrote, like wrote, like, mm-hmm. uh, left-handed, I didn't realize that, huh? pitched right-handed. And well, I remember watching your dad pitch back in the day, man, he could bring, and that's another thing too, it's, it's stuff you remember, right, around sports, and that's how, that gets burned into you. They used to have a fast pitch league in Christmas even, yeah. back in the day, right, and there was like eight or nine teams, of course, Rich Furman and Georgetown would come down, but I remember watching... Like your dad and John Bright and guys would come over and just to watch them, it was it was awesome. It was it was a hell of a fast pitch, and your dad was tough. Oof, man, you throw it hard and underhanded. I never never yeah. figured out how to do that, but he was he was awesome. Yeah, when I got older and we could go belly up somewhere or something, mm-hmm. or, and he got tell some stories. But then when I was around other guys, like Dick St. Clair told me he caught him for a while, mm-hmm. and he told me stories about yeah. breaking his thumb and <laughs> yep. stuff. Yep. Yeah, and. Mm-hmm. Um, 
he uh, apparently he had a little Bob Gibson type thing where he'd just drill you. you oh, know? yeah. Yeah. I, but, I, I never did see it, but I heard like, um, uh, I heard people talk about it. My dad actually talks about one of them where, I don't know, dad, he didn't play with your dad much, but they jumped like it was a tournament somewhere. And it's like this guy was coming up to hit but he was standing between innings he got too close to plate and your dad like threw it at him and said get your ass back in the plate he's like forward up and the guy's like yeah. trying to time him yeah he whipped one over his head the backstop get your ass back away from me don't you time me but, yeah. yeah there was uh one that he i remember i don't know if it was dick saying it or but lyle Loman, you know yep yeah yep. he was playing on that on a team playing third base or something i think but i don't know dad was like pitching and he had a um it was like in the seventh. They played nine inning. Um, e- okay, either way, if they played seven, it was been in the fifth. If they played mm-hmm. nine, it was seven. either way. Mm-hmm. It was like this dude that was up was gonna was hitting, then they had to like one more at bat. But uh, Dad struck him out, and he was mouthing off going back to the dugout, and he had a perfect game going. And this guy came up with two outs in the ninth mm-hmm. or the last inning, whichever mm-hmm. however many innings they played, and uh, so and everybody knew he had a perfect game. Blah blah. First pitch, just bam, just drops him. <laughs> And Lyle's yep. like, uh, and Lyle came over. He's like, you had a perfect game. And Dad's like, I don't give a fuck, you know. <laughs> and he goes, so I, and he's like, so I struck the next guy out and got a no hitter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he's just that like, sounds about right. Your dad, yeah, just like you know. That's why. Oh man, that's another thing too. I could get like these guys. Did you do you watch? Are you watching the playoffs at all? Like World Series or anything? A little bit. I didn't watch last yeah. night. So highlights, but well, Dolis Garcia, who. Uh, well, it's not just him. All these guys that uh, pimp their homers and do all that kind oh, of stuff. Yeah. It's just like, oh, I can't. Oh, I know. And that's a lot of the reason I don't watch anymore. I mean, yeah. and they, you know, MLB's messed with the game so much too, I think. But, oh, that's the thing. They're like, trying to make it. You talk like, I, mean, I guess, with social media and whatever and your fans, but I, I just can't, right? Yeah. It'd be like your dad if you if you do that next. You're probably going to have one in your ear next time, right? Yeah. If you're flipping a bat around and it's it's, uh, it's Definitely. Tough, tough to watch, no doubt. There was a um, quote Dusty Baker retired, you know, mm-hmm. and he had a, I saw a quote that he had, Hank Aaron told him, uh, first time he faced Bob Gibson, he's like, shit, I can't, I'm, I'm going to mess up, but it was just like, don't look at him. He doesn't like that. He's like, if you hit a homer, he's like, don't, don't run too fast. Don't run too slow. And, and he, and he, and he said, uh, and he named all these other things and, uh, Dusty Baker said, yeah, he had like a 17-game hitting streak, and he was just like, yeah, what about 17-game hitting streak? And he's just like, well, that's probably that's probably going to be done. And, he, <laughs> he, and he's like, and my hitting streak hit it that night. But he, he just had this list like of don'ts with yeah. Bob Gibson. He's like, don't look at him. Oh, and he's like, and if he hits you, don't charge the mound because he's a gold glove boxer. Because he, he was, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He played for the Harlem Globetrotters. You know? oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, uh, it's just I've heard insane. a lot of stories and read a lot of stuff about it, but I didn't realize that. But, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. like. I'm going to have the coach take me out because I don't even know what to do, right? Yeah. <laughs> go to plate. But these guys that do that, that's why I love, like, my favorite Cardinal of all time is Roland. And then, like, mm-hmm. I, and I love Goldie because yep. he just didn't do that kind of yep. stuff. Yep. But, like, uh, these guys that do that, uh, then if they do get hit, they're just so, like, mm-hmm. yeah. what do I do? You know, and then they don't wanna, they want to start this big fight. Uh, you know, yeah. They, yeah, it's just. Well, it's just so much of a show, it seems like, and all these pads and whatever uh, i don't know i, I mean the, the year that i uh was able to coach basketball down at crestwood uh it's a long story but when i was working at a place before i'm working now he didn't really like it, the fact that up for you know five months you gotta leave work early and this and that but yeah told the kids you know we shooting sleeves what I oh said, my gosh all me, that what, stuff what are they for I'm like 
Well, they couldn't answer yeah. that, right? Like, well, that's what's it do? Keeps my arm warm. Nope. That is not, that is not <laughs> so, what that, no, it's, oh, it's 90 in the gym or you're going to sweat. Yeah. What is it for? Yes, right? I agree. So, I mean, if you get a knee brace, you got a bad knee or you got a knee pad because you got all this good slaughter, whatever. But right. what does this do beside, or wristbands, right? What, yes. what, do you, what I don't get it. Yeah. So that. I know. It's, uh, I had, uh, some kids before. Uh, and I, they want they know who they are if they if they hear this but they'll like put on a sliding mitt i'm like come on man you're a seventh grader what <laughs> yeah. are you doing like, any metal spikes out here <laughs> yeah we well, were someone's got what a sliding mitt yeah we went to a cardinal game uh i think it was this year we only went to a couple because for obvious reasons but yeah. why you know but uh we were sitting down pretty low and this lady was they were like from florida and they were visiting i don't know who i can't remember who we were playing either way she told this story about this kid her, her son, I think, who, who, uh, like, every, like other kids on the team, they got the sliding mitts, you know. And she's like, you don't need one of those. So, um, he showed up with it with an oven mitt with tape with tape around it. He was he running on the bases with a freaking oven mitt. She's like, "Cause he just had to have them." So, and I'm like, "I'm not buying you one." So he took an oven mitt out of my. So so I use oven mitts in practice but yeah. for fielding, right? right yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, it's like and it's funny because you talk about all those pads and stuff. So for whatever reason, but it was a blast. So the guys that I used to play baseball with, of course, went to Paris to play. Uh, Babe Ruth and things like that. I got to know those guys really good. Still good friends to this day. So we played in a 14 over wood bat league at Terre Haute for, I to play four years. Yeah. And, and, uh, it was fun because you get to hang around those guys. Right. But I'm like, I don't get all these pads and elbow pads and stuff like that. And never, like never fouled a ball off my foot all those years. My first at bat, I fouled <laughs> off the inside of my thigh. I'm like, what the hell? I've never done that ever. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Happen, but, <clears throat> yeah. I can't. So I, I don't know, but I guess maybe, you know, they got so much money invested in these players anymore. And that's why you look at, like, Cal Ripken's streak, right? It's going to be, that's probably one that will probably never be broken. His or Ricky Henderson's stolen bases. Yeah. So they put so much money in a player, these big these big league, these big league teams, right, that if somebody's got a hangnail, they're not oh, going to play, right? So that Cal Ripken's record never be approached, I don't know. Because well, it, it's, it, like, it's an investment to an extent. So I know, but there's uh, it's a dig- pre- ridiculous. And well, when you got the load management BS with yeah, NBA. Oh, oh my gosh, man, it's I just can't I can't it. stand yeah, it. I won't watch NBA. To of course, back in the day, right? Jokic, I like right? watching Jokic. Oh yeah, that yeah, the boy. old school guys, right? And oh, got to work he's hard amazing. Yeah, don't have a ton of. It feels like not a ton of athletic ability. Just get the job done. Yeah, right. So, but it's uh, oh, it's hard. It's so hard to watch NBA. Yeah, right? that's why is like a, i i uh watched the playoffs last year just because of him but man it's just amazing to watch him play he oh, is just yeah. he's like averages triple double and he's seven foot and he's slow and he, yeah. his footwork is unbelievable yeah. and he is the smartest that's the whole thing man yeah Liz, Liz between his uh that, that game between the years is huge and yeah just look even back when i was watching uh you know, love to watch Larry Bird too. Went to Larry Bird basketball camp. Same thing. Yeah. And just fundamentally sound from top to bottom. Oh, I know. Right. It, it, unbelievably, and just slow and yeah, kind of wallers around and yep. It was uh, that's a different that's a different type of person. Yeah. So, what, so what, let me ask you something. What's your take on this NIL stuff in college? Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a. It, I uh, it's the wild wild west. I mean, you can't. I have no idea. It's the most crooked thing well, I've is, ever it seen. Is, right? Because it's. You know, talk about kids staying and even recruiting, right? So the way I understand it, so let's take five-star athlete, right? It's down to Duke and Indiana and Illinois and Kentucky or yeah. whatever, right? So, and Indiana 
has, of course, I'm an Indiana fan, has already talked to the car dealerships there yeah. and said, come here, we can get you $250,000 a year. It's like, I know you, know, you can't, I, I don't yeah. know how you do that, right? It's, yeah. I, I don't know. But I mean, I get it to an extent, you know, back when, you know, kids were Everybody going to school. They've and always been money, cheating, right? but now so, it's like, but yeah, yeah, but kind of out in the open. So. Yeah, but it's so out of control. It is. Transfer and, portal, it just ruins it. I, yeah. I just, That's know. what we were talking like. Like that, like these guys here, you know, yep. like, yep. uh, stayed, you know, and then that's the thing that sucks for like my son is like, uh, you know, he likes Illinois and stuff, but yeah. guys are in and out. Like, you know, you can't get a tattoo attached to somebody cause they yeah. might not you be, be, might be there year. for a year. Exactly and then, right. that's perfect. Yeah. Well, like that 89 flying Illini team. I mean, hell that was, those guys were amazing, but, yep. but, yep. uh, you know, one year and you're gone and, yeah. and, but transfer portal is a joke, but the NIL deal, I don't know how. That's one of those that's so effed up. I don't even know if they know what to do because yeah. it's just like out of control. And then and, and the NCAA is a joke, it is. you know. So it's like I don't know. I but they've got to regulate something. They got to get their hands around it because yeah, jumping around the kids unfacilitating games and oh, I don't know. Yeah, kids uh, just and you get that a lot too because they kids at that age. So you go to I see it. Um, these kids that go to Kentucky or are these big time blue uh, blue blood schools mm-hmm. where they were they were the man on their high school team or the AU team and they get there and there's another dog on the same team right yeah. it's like he's not happy because he's not getting the shots where someone goes somewhere else like, yeah come on I know that's right? the thing it's you crazy. can't there's no uh, <clears throat> they give it about three months yeah and then they're just like yeah you know yeah I'll go somewhere else or because I'm I don't not get the shots I want or not running right off and I don't know it's 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 I still watch college basketball a lot um, but it's uh, one like Underwood, he's had to uh, rebuild his completely yep. rebuild his roster the last. Oh, but yeah. Holman this year, I guess Hawk, Shannon and Hawkins came yep. back. But yep. but uh, that'll be good. Yeah, but I mean, but it's yeah. but it, it's just one of those where. Uh, by the way, that Epps kid that left, mm-hmm. uh, my buddy sent me a thing. They had like a scrimmage against somebody. At Georgetown did he had forty six? <laughs> that point guard yeah, that left. Yeah. <laughs> like, Jesus, yeah. that feels about right. Yeah, man. but. Uh, <clears throat> But Georgetown, hell, who's you know who yeah. else is gonna? But yeah, I, I think that whole it, it's hard to. I, I I don't understand it, and I don't know how they're allowed to do all of it. I don't know where the money's. I mean, it's just. Uh, yeah, but it's out of control. Well, and like the college football, yeah. This NCAA in general, <laughs> hell, they're talking like it might even just not even be a. They might branch off and just not even have it anymore and do yep. some other. Yeah. Yeah, might not be anything anymore. That will confuse the hell out of me if oh, they do that. Yeah. I won't. I'll, yeah. And these conferences, they're making super conferences and stuff right now. Big Ten picked up on the West Coast. Yes. Like, Come on now. What's going on? I hate that. Yeah. It's like there's no geographical. Yeah. Yeah. It, like, yeah. yeah. I don't know. But. UCLA and USC in the Big Ten. Like, yeah. what, are we, what are we doing? Yeah. I mean, they didn't ask me what I thought, but I still think it's corny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Long trips and. Oh, yeah. But. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Well. Nice. Yeah. Nice conversation. Yeah, man. This has been a lot of fun. So, like I said, I've been listening to your stuff. It's awesome. It's awesome. You got a heck of a setup here. This is cool. Well, thank you. This is cool. So, yeah, I man, anytime you want to shoot the crap or whatever, I yeah. know, enjoy talking with you about sports in general. Somebody that has some knowledge on, on stuff. It's, uh, well, we'll see. Sometimes bit, you run into people that want to talk and don't know. That's true. Kind of nod, right? Nod, I have, uh, on. I know the type. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 So, all right no, well, yeah it's been a lot of fun I, I appreciate you having me up all right so cool thanks a lot for coming yep. yeah we'll yep. do it again all yep. right no doubt.
Thanks a lot. And that's that. That's it. <clears throat>